Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to Elo Governor, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Hello Govern the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. And Tom. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today, so just just bear with me. If this if, if the episode starts to sound rambly, I do apologize for that. Good. But we got a lot to talk about. So as usual, we're gonna start with the wrestling stuff because goddamn the state of the state of the WWE product right now is just so terrible, it needs to be addressed. It really needs to be addressed. Oh yeah, it's diabolical at the moment. You know, it's it's sad because like I I just got the WWE Network and all I've been doing is watching like old WCW pay per views and I just forgot and and it's shocking because like when I'm watching like all all these old WCW pay per views I forgot how how much better their product was booked compared to the current WWE product. <laughs> yeah, when you go on the WWE Network, you look at the attitude stuff. You're like, yeah. You 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 watch that stuff and you're wondering, wow, how did we how do we go from you know uh, Goldust kicking Valvinus in the balls to 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 what was it Roman Reigns calling uh, Sheamus a tater tot? Yeah, I I don't know what's going on <laughs> with, with with the programming and also what was the point of putting what was it like Sheamus Wade Barrett um, Rusev and a bunch of other people you know. No, I think they did it. They did that because they need to make Reigns look good. Because there's literally no point to the stable other than making Reigns look good. Because again, they here's my problem with Reigns. Like they're they're shoving him down our throats and telling us to like him, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make him like they're trying to make him John Cena 2.0. Okay, that's and what, 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 it's, what, not, it's it's not working. It, it's not working. You know what I mean? They're doing stuff like that, but then there's some little glimmers I can see where it does work. Like for example, him snapping and just constantly wailing on Rusev with a chair and stuff like that. I thought, okay. That's new, you know, it's like little glimmers like that, but in a lot of these little glimmers, there's a lot of shit to get through, you know? No, I mean, it's weird, because, like, one week he's booked like an aggressive badass, and then the next week he's back to being John Cena, cutting jokes and, and acting all smug and all this other shit, and I'm like, there has to be some sort of consistency with your fucking product, I'm sorry. Yeah. There really needs to be consistency, and you guys don't have consistency. Like, say what you will about WCW, but goddamn, their shows at least, like, every wrestler on those old shows had a storyline going. Yeah. Even if it was like just the mid card guys, they would have like storylines going on. And 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 you know, yeah, most of it was filler, but you know what? Even the filler matches in WCW were great. So I don't know what what, what the fuck is wrong with WWE right now. Well when you got um, what's it, industry professionals like wrestlers, writer, creators and Previous people worked for WCW, nonetheless, and TNA and WWE, calling it WCW Thunder. <laughs> then you are in trouble. 
<laughs> and and for those that don't get the joke, Thunder was like WCW's answer to SmackDown, which just showed that they didn't have but, the budget or manpower to run. But the fun, but the funny thing is, if you watch any episode of Thunder, any episode, you will have no idea what's going on because none of the storylines they introduced in Thunder ever carried over to Nitro and, and any of the pay per views. <laughs> So it just existed in its own little universe. <laughs> and I watched a very good interview with Bischoff, and he described it as that they didn't have the manpower. They only wanted it because, what was it? Because was it Ted Turner wanted it, even though he was going out, out of the company at the time because of the AOL merger, which is the worst corporate merger probably all time. Oh my God, that, that yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he told them like I, m- I remember Ted Turner telling them like after the merger, he's like, "Don't mention me on TV. I don't want anything mentioned about me on television after that. I'm done with this. You're on your own." Yeah, and then a lot of excessive people came in, and it just where well, was a complete nightmare. I think, but try not to get too far off topic. But it's when it comes to WWE with Raw, I feel the product has became stinted. Basically. It needs a massive overhaul. Basically, you need a whole. You need to completely whitewash the whole brand. You need to basically change everything. You know. All of point. it's awful. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. NXT's gone down the shitter recently. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I love NXT. It's really good." No, it's not. It's really terrible now. I, I it is just garbage now. The thing with NXT that really annoys me is basically the booking's gone a little bit rusty in places. And oh, it's all squash matches. It's and, all squash and, matches now. <laughs> and also the fans... It's it's the diehard fan base of it. It really does... If, if you're a newcomer to NXT, you try to get into it, they are so smug about it. Oh, Baron Corbin is now over with them for some odd reason. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing that the fans are really smug and proud about their own product, but yet again, when they act the way they do, you know, it it puts it puts people off it, you know? No, I think the problem is, like, you try watching any episode of NXT and the crowd is just really annoying. Yeah. Like, they'll, they're, they'll, they'll cheer for, like, an entrance, and then they're like, meh, we don't care for the rest of the match. Yeah. I mean, they they'll cheer for an entrance and then they'll they'll chant crap like this is wrestling, and, and that's what pisses me off. It's like, oh, this is wrestling. So a bunch of guys doing a bunch of spots is wrestling. Okay. Isn't that just wrestling in general? Yeah. <laughs> but it, I, I digress. It's again the WWE product. It has become so stale and so disjointed. It doesn't know what it really wants to be. It's like. It's trying to please the fans, but at the same time, it's trying to get across across what WWE wants, you know. And I, I, I no, that's that's the problem. It's like yeah. they're not giving their fans a choice. It's like, oh, you gotta like Roman Reigns because he's the big guy. He's you know he's the next big superstar, and you're not giving these guys a chance to get over with the fans on their own. It's like they the problem with WWE now is like they handpick their their superstars. They they handpick who they want to push and who they don't want to push. Yeah. I I think the right, I think you summed it pretty well. Basically, um, there was this clip I saw back um, a few weeks ago. There was a clip of Vince McMahon. I think it was like in 2003, and he was doing a was it promo sort of thing to Kurt Angle, why Kurt Angle in the ring? He basically read, "I've never care about what these fans wanted. I I care what I want." And I'm like, "Ooh, that kind of sums up the product, the current product, doesn't it?" <laughs> 
you know. I mean, that's, I mean, you look back at, like, the Attitude Era and, like, all the old, you know, Hogan stuff. Yeah. I mean, most of those guys got over on their own. Yeah. Like, Hogan got over on his own after the Andre the Giant feud. He did, was not, like, this main-built guy. He got over yeah. with Andre. Yeah, what does one mean? It's just, like, all the different eras leading up to this PG era now, It's it's gone completely weird. It's like... I mean, the Attitude Era, people got over by themselves on the Attitude Era. Um, Hogan's Era, the Golden Era, they know it has got over. The Next Generation Era, Bret Hart's Era, basically got over. The Attitude Era, the even the Russian Aggression Era made stars that got over because of crowd reaction, you know? And it just seemed like this product, it wants to be more controlled and more contained, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was t- I was talking to Sam like the other day at work, and we were talking about the current state of the product, and I said, you know, the reason why people look back on, on at, at at like Eddie Guerrero and him winning the title was because Eddie Guerrero got over on his own, you know? Yeah, of course. Like, like when he came to when when Eddie came to the WWE back in 1999, he was stuck in like mid card feuds that went nowhere. But mm-hmm. when, when, but then when like you know Austin and The Rock you know left and they needed to create new stars, Eddie got over on his own. Like it yeah. wasn't like creative or anyone who said, "Oh, we're gonna push this guy." No, he yeah. got over on his own with it's, a gimmick. Yeah, it's the same with like again, Eddie Guerrero got over, JBL got over, John Cena got over. You know, it's like they were making new stars. Yeah, even Edge. Even Chris Benoit got over. On his yeah. own. <laughs> Chris Benoit, Edge. Ooh, there's there's a lot, you know. It's like a lot of stars were created during these eras, and it just this year, this era, which year we're in at the moment with wrestling, it just seems like they just don't know what they want to. Um, they don't know what they want to do, but they want it to be all controlled, you know. Like yeah, when when guys to... and when guys like try to get over on their own, like Ryder, they get squashed. They literally yeah. get squashed for trying to get over on their own. That's what I mean. They, they give them like a little nudge, and then suddenly it's like, okay, yeah, you you got the belt. Um, we can take that away from you, and everyone will, will forget about you. Yeah, it's kind of like Shelton Benjamin winning like against Triple H on Raw. Yeah, that's just like a little nudge. That's not Triple H putting the guy over. That's him just giving yeah. him a rub that's, to see what he can do. Well, that's what I mean. The, the very, the very, very rare, rare, rare glimpses of wrestlers getting over with, with the crowds I've seen in the wrestlers probably the only people I can think of are like um, the members of the sh- all three members of the Shield but yeah again they got pushing because of it but the Wyatt family got over with the crowd um, Owens Owens oh my yeah. god Owens, <laughs> Owens Cesaro as well as another one over with the crowd but they don't push him <laughs> um, again the New Day got over, over with the crowd with their quirky gimmick you know, yeah. But it seems like they, when when they when the when they are over, it's either WWE doesn't want them to be over, or they will push them. It's it seems very controlling at the moment, and I don't know if that that's well more or likely be Vince's fault. But yet again, I don't know if that's hundred percent his problem because no one's bothering to tell tell whoever's well Vince who's in charge telling him look that's probably not a good idea you know no I think the problem is like Ross too long they can't really fit enough content for three hours yeah and even if they could who cares yeah like who gives a shit who gives a shit about like the Wyatts versus ECW who cares yeah like there's no build up to that feud no build up yeah and like I didn't get this it's like for instance um it was obviously the way they were pushing it, like the um, 
what was it? New Day were going to take on, and we're going to take on, um, and we're going to take on the Dudleys in some sort of big feud, and then suddenly that's dropped, and now the Dudleys are facing the Wyatts for some weird reason. Yeah. Oh, but it's not that just the Dudleys is like, oh no, now we got to get like Tommy Dreamer and like Rhino, two old fucks who, who I'm sorry, should not be wrestling at their age. I'm sorry, they uh. shouldn't. They shouldn't. I, mean, I can understand they brought Rhino in the NXT to wrestle some of the new guys. To yeah, try yeah, but like, I, I get you, that, put, but... you put him with like established guys, he looks like shit compared yeah. to the established guys. Well, the whole point, the whole point with veterans is that you put them with you put them with guys who are young guys. That's what they did with what was it, um, Triple H and Ric Flair. They put them with Batista and Randy Orton. They tried to get them over, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you do when you born a faction. You need at least two veteran guys, and then you need like two, two or three young people to be with them, you know. Try to get them over. Or in the case of Triple H, fuck you, fuck uh, uh, you know, uh, working with young guys. I'm gonna work with Goldberg and Kane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. All big show for that matter. Yeah. The only young also, guy, he, uh, the only the only young guys Triple H like putting over is Sheamus, and that's because they both. Uh, no, buddies. no, Je- Je- Jeff Hardy. That was the only guy he ever put over cleanly. Did he? <laughs> yeah. God, when he won the title in 2008. God, that's going back. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but like you know, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry. Like to me, like it, it, it breaks my heart to see the product this bad. It really is. Yeah. Like Undertaker, Undertaker has like an entire week dedicated to him, and instead of being put in a meaningful feud, he's just put in like a squash match at like his last Survivor Series. It felt like the the man the man is on his way out and he he's put his body and and soul into this company for twenty fuck twenty five fucking years. Well, and you're again, telling me that the, and you're telling me that this is the best you can do with him. Again, they put him put him in a feud with John Cena at WrestleMania. Have you heard that rumor? Uh, they, they better put him in a feud that makes sense, like because this is just garbage. Well, like would... the man is on like the man is on his way out, and you you're putting him with like feuds with like the Wyatt family who. You know, why? <laughs> it's annoying because with the Wyatt family, you would think to yourself, mm, yeah, I don't know, it, it's weird. I mean, we got that. We got Seamus, who is now like a troll character instead of being like the... Remember when they brought him back from injury and he, they gave him the new haircut and all this stuff and made him more aggressive? Well, that's gone. Yeah. Now he's like an annoying troll character. Okay. <sighs> Yeah, I like, don't. I, it, can, can we can we get Vince Russo back, please? <laughs> you, you know, Vince Russo lives in the UK now. Yeah. <laughs> can we just bring him back, please? Oh, oh God, I, I just realised he lives in the UK, and I'll probably be a God. I, I can. Okay, <laughs> sorry. That, 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 that just dawned on me. Like, oh God, I would love to talk to Vince Russo because, like, he's the kind of guy who you listen to him in interviews. He just he goes on and on and on, and you're like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be interesting. To, he seemed like an interesting person to interview, you know? Yeah, yeah. To talk with. So, you're like, so, you never know. WCW, what happened? <laughs> No, I'm 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 actually I would I would actually love to interview like Bischoff and and Vince Russo because I'm you know I'm obsessed with WCW okay oh, yeah. like I'm I'm a huge oh, WCW crazy person. <laughs> Again, like I said, the amount of time you and me gone on tangents talking about WCW on this podcast is unreal. 
Yeah, I'm like, uh, the first thing I did when I got the WWE Network, I'm like, okay, I'm watching all the WCW pay-per-views. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you had Scott Steiner come out with a tiger. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, but WC again, I think WWE hasn't got that bad of a state as WCW have, but they're close. They're very, very <laughs> close. Oh god, and and it's kind of sad because like when I watch like stuff like DDP and Scott Steiner, I forgot. I legit forgot how entertaining Scott Steiner is as a oh, character. He, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, Scott Steiner. Yeah. Where he, where he's like doing you know, where he's like fighting him, and then, I love this. Like there's this one match, like when he's fighting like DDP at like a pay per view, and DDP kicks out, and then he looks at the ref and he goes, "Ha, huh? yeah. <laughs> ha." Huh? The thing with Scott Steiner, he's a better heel than he is a face. Oh, God. But, like, in all seriousness, like, I think WWE seriously needs to rebook their entire fucking product after TLC, because TLC is going to be, like, the worst fucking pay-per-view, hands down. It needs a complete overhaul. It needs, like, a reboot in that sense, you know? Yeah. Basically, you need to strip all the titans off everyone. You need to change the look, the feel, and you need to... You need more young blood to come up into the roster, and you just need to just strip back stuff, you know? Like, basically, because you need to give it life. <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah, you kind of need... You kind of need to bring in, like, some NXT guys who are ready. Like, I'm not saying put them in, like, huge feuds, but put them in, like, that some means, feuds. Again, like, like small-time so, feuds. Again, you know? like, for example, I can think of a few. Um, Sami Zayn. He's ready. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why the fuck he's back in NXT. Yeah, like, I don't. He's get already that. like, like he's already back at. You know, he's he's already developed his character. Like, why is he back in NXT? Like, he already had like a huge jo- match against John Cena, and I'm like, why is he back at NXT? Don't know. Really don't know. Maybe they'll just worry about him. But again, there's a few, there's a handful of NXT guys that there. You bring them over. They they got a few NXT guys in WWE and Raw now. You just need to bring a few more over. You just need to strip away a bunch of stuff. You need to, you just need to refocus. You know, you just need to change things up. Well, I'll just say, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, look, I'm not gonna play smart and say they should do this, they should do that. But honestly, they should just get rid of that fucking U.S. title. It's pointless. Well, it's... I mean, they, they need to go through all the titles. Basically, you need to sign as like, okay, get rid of the U.S. title, and you just basically you need to streamline the titles because that's the problem. What happened with right about the early noughties with WWE? They had way too many titles. They had to get rid of quite a few of them. Yeah, they had to get rid of the Cruiserweight title, the two tag team titles had to be, like, one title, yeah. and the all this other stuff. The hardcore title yeah. was ditched, the light heavyweight title was ditched as well. Oh, that was gone, like, a long time ago. That was gone, yeah. like, back in, like, the Attitude Era. It was, yeah. Uh... It was replaced with a, with a European title, and then they got rid of that, so yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they got rid of a load of the titles when you look at it. Yeah, I mean, they should get rid of, yeah, get rid of the fucking, you know, US title. It's not doing anything for anyone. Get rid, you know, try to try to bring back some prestige to that goddamn U- Intercontinental title, because really, it needs to be important. It needs to be like two. You have to have two main titles, like two main titles, uh, uh, two tag team titles, and one Divas title. That's it. That would make you should it, not go past that. That would make, even with the Divas title, they could really bring back the women's title. But again, that's Vince's creative decision. It's not going to happen, and. Um, I think that's kind of a shame, you know? 
because that has more prestige to it than anything else. Well, not even that. I mean, I would love to like them to you know change the design, make it look like the NXT Women's Title. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, but there's there's a lot um, there's a lot that can be changed. But yet again, I think they need someone. They need the right person to come in and do it. You know, they need. I think they just need need someone with wrestling knowledge and two can do it because you know I think there's a few I can imagine there's like two or three people within the company that can do it but I think they're just not giving him a chance you know like you need like with Vince McMahon you need someone like a Bischoff or a, a Russo or a, a Heyman yeah to, to talk to him because like no one else is gonna talk to him no, no one that, that's what I mean it's like when Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman were there I think they did say a few times to Vince you know like okay let's try do it like this you know and again it, it, it it's shown with Paul Heyman because look what happened to him he got fired over it yeah <laughs> and now like and again here's the thing what most people don't understand about Paul Heyman he didn't come back because WWE ta- told him to come back he came back because Brock Lesnar told him to come back so Brock wasn't there he wouldn't have come back yeah there's a lot that could be done and i feel that basically it needs a massive overhaul everything needs to be changed the look the feel the wrestlers and just the direction of it you know maybe hopefully after royal rumble maybe that'd be a good time to do it you know so they need to do it now because like the the fucking ratings are down people are leaving during raw main events it's like you need to do it now. I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen overnight. Yeah, yeah, but like you but, need but, to, but, but, to, but, but you need a quick temporary solution. Yeah, and I, I, I know it's yeah. going to sound stupid, but where the fuck is John Cena? Seriously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so I can't believe I'm saying this. He's like he draws ratings. Get him back on fucking television. <laughs> oh yeah, I just, just love it because like, like all the. Because for years, the Smarks were saying, oh, you know, Raw would be better without John Cena. Well, there you go. Here's like 10 fucking Raw episodes without John Cena. Better yet, assholes. <laughs> like, well, I know he's off because he's doing some filming and he wanted some time off. And I know there's multiple reasons why he's off. Because I know he's off because he did some filming. He wanted to spend some time with his family. And also, Nikki's injured at the moment with a neck injury. So I can imagine he wants some extra time off to look after her for a little bit, you know? Also, like, they need to really do a real, real overhaul of all their divisions. Yeah. The tag team division, the women's division, all of it. All of it. Yeah. Basically, pretty much, like, the top stars, the mid-cards, the um, jobbers, the divas, the tag teams, even managers and factions, groups, commentary. It all needs to be... Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It all needs to be overhauled. The commentary is terrible. Like, the commentary is so bad. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, like, I would rather have, like, Tony Schiavone come back to, to do commentary than listen to Michael Cole and JBL, because, no. good lord. I, good lord. I think what they need to do, I think, what we need to do, keep buying Saxon, and you just need to get some new people in. Bring back Renee. Renee was really good on commentary. I don't Renee know Young does her. backstage interviews now and the backstage pass scene. So, you know, get her and Byron Saxon to do commentary, get some new interviewers and possibly get fresh faces, you know, fresh people, maybe. Like, bring back a bu- bring back Booker T or Mick Foley or someone with a goddamn personality. Well, again, again, Booker T is on the backstage passing. I don't get this. They, they've got some of their best commentators on the backstage park segment. I don't get that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, 
Okay, Corey Graves is okay, but like he's given crap to work with. Yeah. Like he's given complete another garbage to work with in NXT. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't want this guy. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Maybe for short, but basically for, as a temporary fix. Basically, not as a long term fix. Maybe get Jr. in just to do pay per views. You know? Oh God, just bring Jr. back to do commentary well, full time, please. I, I, Come I, on. I think. I, think I, I, I don't say like don't put him on all the raw shows and stuff like that because I think he doesn't want to do that. Just get him in for the pay per views at least. You know? Yeah. Because at least then you've got some sort of temporary fix with the with the commentary. You know, with with, with the announcing with, with the comment with the commentary at least. Because I can't see him doing all the Raw shows or all the SmackDown shows, you, you know? Or bring bring the Miz. Miz is great on commentary. I don't know why he's not used it a lot in commentary. Or better yet, um, I don't know if Paul Heyman's going to do it, but Paul Heyman's good in commentary. You know, Heyman, Miz, you know, you got all these guys on the roster who can do, like, commentary, and they're, like, not doing anything. I don't know why. I mean, Mick Foley was good, but he didn't like it. He didn't like Vince shouting his ear all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or better yet, just get Ric Flair to do commentary <laughs> on everything. You do realize he just just get out of his chair, just take off his jacket, just gonna elbow it during the commentating thing. <laughs> Rick, and he just gets a blade out and starts cutting himself. <laughs> uh, and then they just start shooting on everyone and everything. <laughs> Oh god! Or just get Eric Bischoff. Bischoff was great at commentary on you know during you know WCW or anybody. Get Tony Schiavone. Had have, have Tony Schiavone shill for the WWE Network for God's sakes. <laughs> uh, I, the the best way I see it is basically you need a basically you need someone who can do play by play basically like a sports announcer. Oh, I forgot one. They they do still have him, but the user oh. for the WWE dot com stuff is Joey Styles. No, we talked about this last time. Yeah, I, mean, no. I, I, I told I told you like he doesn't want to do commentary for you know WWE because he, he's not allowed. To, he's not allowed to call moves, and he and Vince is always like shouting in his ear whenever he call, whenever he sneaks in and calls a move. Yeah, which is just stupid. I don't know why the announcers in WWE are never allowed to call moves. It's just well, retarded. Again, it's it's something that needs to be changed. That that's what needs to be changed. Basically, the way the commentary do basically. You need someone to cause the moves, and you need a color commentator. That's yeah. it. And the common commentator, the best, the best common commentators are either people who worked in the industry or been formal wrestlers. I've noticed. I mean, they have. You know? For fuck's sake! I mean, Larry Sabisco is in the Hall of Fame. You were telling me they can't call him up and say, "Hey, can can he do like some shows and and he do some commentary good. for us?" He's good in WWE. Yeah. yeah. And he's still got, oh. he's got that really good sounding voice, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, Larry Sabisco. I mean, come on. Him, 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 and Renee Ray Young, you know, yeah, be a good match. Or Brian Saxton, you know, Renee, Renee, Brian Saxton, like all these guys who do commentary needs to be overhauled. The entire division needs to be overhauled. The titles need to be real overhauled. Everything needs to be overhauled, like for real, for real. Basically, they need to look at they need to look at what works and what doesn't work, and get rid of what doesn't work, and replace it with new stuff that that might work. You know, yeah. So I don't know what 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 the fuck's going on with WWE, but I hope they get their shit fixed soon. Cause like, I can already predict like Night of uh, TLC being like their worst uh, pay per view buy rate wise. Yeah, if it gets more worse in De- December to December, then I'd be very very worried. Poor <laughs> bro. I'm actually so surprised they even kept the TLC pay per view because like you know it, it was never. 
was never really that successful, to be quite honest, like in pay, pay-per-view buy, buy rate-wise. But dude, you forgot, um, as they said it on Total Divas, it's the Emmys of WWE. Yeah, it's the Grammys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I, knew, I seriously need to get caught up on Total Divas. Oh, it's like, amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm all caught up on it. It's so great. Uh. so yeah WWE get get your shit fixed so moving on so which one are we going to talk about the X-Men or the Turtles I'll just go with X-Men because X-Men is like the most generic fucking trailer I've seen all all year now is it just me or every single big superhero film that's outside the Marvel Studios seem to be just okay here's the bad guy what they want to do destroy the city or destroy the world like it, it, I, I mean, it's apocalypse. Why doesn't it feel big? Like why doesn't it feel like, oh shit, it's the end of the world? I mean, here's the problem with this movie. Okay, no one expected, you know, Days of Future Past to be like a big success at the box office, yeah. but it was. And and Fox is like, oh shit, we need to, we need to make another one. So we they did. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I don't know what 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 the thought process behind this is. It's like okay, we want we want something more bigger. Uh, the way I see from Fox is like okay, we want something more bigger, something bigger and more scarier than the Sentinels. Okay, who's bigger and scarier than than the Sentinels? Well, we've got this guy called Apocalypse. Perfect, use him. You know. And uh, and 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 what's a shame? What's sad is like this could have been like the big you know a great big send off to the X Men franchise. Yeah. But it, but it's not. It's just another fucking entry in the series. It feels like an you know an episode they're of like a big it, long TV show. You know they're treating it as a reboot. Yeah, which is just like why? Like I know I know they changed the entire fucking timeline and at the end of the last movie, but still, still, yeah. come on. I don't know how how to feel about this. It's like there's a lot going on with it, and it just. I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I really don't want to see it. And it's just like, this, this it, it mutant that control it, mutants. It, and I'm like, wait. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't feel big. You're not feeling like, oh my god, it's apocalypse. What's going to happen? What are the X-Men going to do? And I know people complain about Wolverine. Yeah. But goddamn, Wolverine was charming. Wolverine kept, held these movies together. And without him, it shows that the movie is just fucking dry without him. Also as well, that effect when you see Apocalypse grow and holding Charles Xavier down to the floor, oh, that looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of bad effects, Quicksilver. What? Was I just watching a music video or something? <laughs> With him running and he just like the camera's just staying still on his face constantly. <laughs> Do you believe in love yeah. after love? <laughs> and I feel <laughs> like was it like that old Madonna music yeah. video? <laughs> yeah. Oh god. That's what it felt like to me, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of it doesn't seem right and also as well it's like why why do you give away in the trailer that basically James McAvoy shaves his head or he goes bald in this film it's like why oh my god it, it's like oh Xavier's bald now and <laughs> why do I care <laughs> yeah it's like okay he's bald you showed that off the trailer why do you show off the trailer <laughs> and also as well why um why is Magneto working for Apocalypse and also I'm not a huge X-Men fan, and you probably know more about the X-Men than I do. Can you explain to me? Did Apocalypse ever have the power to control other mutants? Um, he did, but only if if they were like his horsemen. 
Okay, why does it seem like in this film it feels like that he's controlling more than four people? Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't get that. That's like, why? I mean, he can only control, like, four people. Yeah, and even then they have to can, be will I, enough to do it? Is that no, no, and, and even then they have to die. Like, they have to die because, and then they get resurrected as, you know, Apocalypse uh, Four Horsemen. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I've never understood that. I don't know why he's a telepath in this one. He wasn't a telepath in the original A. No, in any incarnation. <laughs> no, I, the only thing I remember about Apocalypse, basically, he can mutate, he can transform the kind of different alteration. He can grow size, and he's like super strong and stuff like that. And he's like we said, he can control the four horsemen stuff. But apart from that, I never remember him having telepath powers. You know? Yeah, it was. He never had like telepathy. He would never. He could never control other people's minds. So I don't know yeah. why. <sighs> also, the effect. Also, the effect where he's like floating yeah. in in Cerberus. That looked awful. That was like one of the worst fucking effects I've seen yeah. all year. And also, why does also why does Gene Nightcrawler Scott all wearing? I I know this is a nitpick, but why why making them all wearing black again? <laughs> oh God! I miss the yellow suits from first class. Yeah, it's like, oh man, you know, you've finally given them, like, some sort of color. Oh, okay. It's back to black. And plus also, okay. was that Mystique in the trailer, but just in a human form? Yeah, I don't get that. It's like, what, did she get cured or something? Because normally, when, when she's in the film, they always show her off in the, a mutant, the whole mutant blue thing. Also, I, th I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Jennifer Lawrence was done with X-Men. I don't know why she's back. They probably gave her a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do realize. I mean, she probably just come off Hunger Games. She's like, okay, got a lot of money. Hey, General, you want more money? Yeah, go. Go on, man. Yeah, because I remember, like, last year, she, she said she was done with X-Men, and then, oh, she's back now. Okay. They do realize. Guess, guess, guess you're not done after all. They probably realize it's like, oh, a lot of people like General's Mystique. Fuck. Um, do we have Hugh Jackman? No, he's uh, not that. Oh, um, 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 pay her a lot of money. <laughs> We need to keep people around that people like. And knowing this yeah. film, Scott's probably going to get killed again. <laughs> he always gets killed. It's just like, okay, who, which of the X-Men are we going to kill? Oh, let's just kill Scott. No one cares. <laughs> it just it just feels... It doesn't feel like a big event. Like, say what you will about the Superman versus Batman trailer, but at least it makes it feel like a goddamn big event, for God's sakes. Yeah. Least, this doesn't. This yeah. doesn't. There's a lot of problems with it. I don't... I mean, I think Apocalypse could look a lot better. He sounds horrible. I really had nothing to say else about this film. It just feels like this is this is this is what happens when when you 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 say to everyone, don't don't read any X Men comic books or have any comic books. Well, this is the problem. On the set, just <laughs> from what happened, you keep bring bring back Brian Singham to do all these films because it's like, oh, he's the only guy he can make these films. I'm just like, well, you don't give anyone else a chance. The only X-Men films you gave anyone a chance it was first class and then it didn't make him that money if you want so you brought Brian Singer back and then I mean I mean, Days, Days of Future Past was a good movie I'm not going to say it wasn't it was like the best movie you know in a long time yeah. from that series but still still come on you need to give you someone know? else a chance I mean, I mean this, Ma this, Ma Matthew Matthew Vaughn is, like, one of my favorite directors of all time, and he can, like, do... All, he's very underrated, and he needs yeah. to really be taken more seriously in in Hollywood, to be quite honest. I just, I mean, I, I mean, I just hope someone else 
comes in after Brian Singer and does these films because they they need a, they need a new new direction with it. Again, this is the reason why I'm looking so forward to the Deadpool film because when I watch that, I'm like, okay, this does look different. Yeah, 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 it does. So moving on from X Men to TMNT, this I am looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's literally like they turn up, they got the turtle van, and then suddenly. The, the foot look like actual foot members. They have like ninja weapons and don't look like a mercenary group anymore. And you've got, you've got Green Arrow as Casey Jones and he looks good and he acts like Casey Jones. And um, you've got, like, you see like the human forms of Bebop and Rocksteady and then you see the mutant forms of them and like they're making jokes and stuff like that, looking badass. And then after that, the, the scene that sums it up how crazy this film is is the very last shot of it. You see the turtles surfing down a river, riding junk as surfboards, getting chased by a tank with rock with rock steady riding it, shooting at them. Yeah, it's like holy shit. <laughs> well, a lot of people said ah, the first film was all right, but it took itself a little bit too seriously. This film, <laughs> fuck that. This this feels like a Michael Bay movie. This is like one hundred percent Michael Bay movie. <laughs> yeah, and also Bebop Rocksteady looked really good. They look oh, they look badass. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I love the fact when Mikey makes a joke about him and the rock says, he's like, oh, you got jokes, huh? And they literally they just, like, charge at him. <laughs> All the turtles get lines and they have personalities and... It feels like oh my more the turtle movie. It feels like yeah, that. It's like, oh my God, why can't I watch oh, this? And so good. I, I want to watch this. It's so fun. It looks so fun. Yeah, no, no, it's still recording. Just just, just keep... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! I... <laughs> like that's kind of the thing that most of these trailers lack. It's not like that's kind of the problem I have with like all the other superhero trailers. They're like, oh, you know, we're taking ourselves so seriously and yada yada yada. But this movie's like, fuck it, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we get we get the turtle a proper because when they showed off the, the turtle van at the end of the first film, everyone, everyone was like, oh, that's not really good turtle van. And then this film's like, okay, screw that, got a bigger one. <laughs> and they shoot out out sewer lids and it's like oh my god it's like it feels like they took I can't believe I'm saying this about a Michael Bay film they feel like they took the criticism and actually be like okay here you go because again like Michael Bay works better when he's not taking anything seriously yeah, when he's and, like fuck it and also as well the guy they got the director is a very young guy um, he's only done one film I think it was called After Echo it's a different director completely yeah, so it's kind of weird, but yeah. So maybe that might help. Maybe the guy they got in to do the directing, maybe he he's probably is a being a turtle fan, so he gets it. You know, I think because like you know the problem with like the first one, it, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It was just okay. Yeah. Because the problem with that was like it would introduce the characters, it did all that stuff, and reduce the shredder and all that stuff. But it's just like, eh. I would have liked it if the turtles were more in it, you know, because when they're when they're on screen, they're great. When they're not on screen, they're like, meh, I don't care. Yeah, I, how do you feel about Shredder in this film? Because he's in the film, but he, in the trailer, we don't see him wearing the helmet or anything like that. I think it's much better to do like a a, a more humanoid Shredder. Yeah. Because like everyone complained about like Mecha Shredder in the last one, and I'm like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. But but here it's like, okay, more human Shredder. He's not wearing the helmet. Okay, fine. I I can dig that. I don't really care, you know, because yeah, well, I'm not. 
was I mean, I, I hope he does wear with where like the armor get up like a more simplified version of it, you know? Yeah. But I I've I mean, I'm looking forward to um this film. It feels like that they got things planned and they feel like it is going to be a better a better turtle film. And it feels and like like I think you summed it up perfectly when we talk about this, is that um it feels like T M N T two but on, on steroids. steroids. <laughs> Oh man! It really is not taking itself seriously. It's sort of embracing the silliness of itself. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. This is like one of my my. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I want to see more turtle movies yeah. now. <laughs> and also, as well, we got Tyler Tyler Perry playing Baxman Stockman. I was worried about that, but seeing him in the trailer, I'm like, oh my god, he's so perfect. He, he looks like it, and he sounds like <laughs> him. Like he's yeah. overexcited when you're about to imitate Bebop Rocksteady. The question is, do you think he's going to turn into a fly? I'd love to see that. I'd love to see him turn into a robot. Robot or the fly? Or something like that. Mm. Well, I don't know. That would mean, it's, it's interesting to see which way it's going to go, you know? I want to. I just want to see Krang. If this movie it's ends a, with, like, a... If this movie ends with Krang showing up, yes. Well, we yes. flying <laughs> spaceships coming through a portal. I'm guessing that's going to be Dimension X. Oh my god! I, just, I want to see this movie. It looks so badass. I just, I'm I'm excited. I don't know why. It's I'm, weird. I'm it's, so excited. It's like, yeah. We've got basically we've got the turtles. We've got April. We're going to get Casey Jones. We're going to get Vermin. Um, getting a load of things. Like we, again, we get we look like we look like we're going to get the crane. We we're pretty much getting Bebop and Rocksteady for the first time ever, and we're getting back to the Stockman. I think yeah, it, it feels like a turtle film. Yeah. It feels like the TMNT movie we wanted to see back in, like, the TMNT 3 with all the villains. But we never got that. And also, what do you think of the Turtles as well? Because they gave them slight slight retouches and stuff like that. They made them more... I don't know. They made them a little bit more brighter, you know? I I, I never really cared for, like, the the criticisms about the turtle designs. Because, like... Oh, this is what they would look like if they were, like, humanoid mutants. Because, like, they would look like like big mutants with, like, humanoid faces. So... I don't. I don't get why people are so mad at that. Well, this is what I mean. It's, it's it's funny. It's like everyone complained about it in the first trailer, but when the second trailer dropped, no one's complaining about it. Oh, everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's literally it managed to hook everyone. Because I think the reason why this trade, I heard a rumor. Apparently, the reason why this trade got released was because someone actually filmed it, basically filmed it, and basically were going to leak it online. I think that got out, and um, the studio was just like. Oh, I was like, no, 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 we got to get the trailer out now. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. weird. Because, uh, like, remember, like, la- uh, back in, like, 2014 when they were, uh, they kept it secret. Like, they kept, it, they didn't reveal the trailer until, like, a month before the movie came out, which was yeah. just, why? It feels like they got a lot more faith with this film. Because they feel like oh, it looks, fans it are going to appreciate it. Oh, it looks a lot it. better. It looks a lot better. It looks like it was made for the fans this time around, and actually feels like they're they're taking it more, you know, more lighthearted, more more stupid. It, like, yeah, we know it's stupid, but come on, <laughs> it's turtles. Come on. Yeah. Oh God, I, I want to see this. I'm gonna fucking see this on opening day because it looks so good. Yeah, looks just, so fucking good. I just hope it gets the worldwide release and not here in the UK. We had we we had to wait until December, December, November for it to come out. Yeah, that was bullshit. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I never, that. I didn't understand that. And also, the again, both of us being big ref, ref wrestling fan, Rocksteady's been played by Sheamus. 
I guess that explains the haircut now. <laughs> yeah, that does explain the haircut. Also, as well, do you notice in the trailer, Megan Fox did not show up for about a good minute until into the trailer. Even then, when you first see, see her, she's not saying anything until she gets sort of rescued by Casey Jones. And I love the fact that the way she's acting around all, all, the, nin- all the foot ninjas, like, come on, come on, come on, guys, this never ends for you well. It's like, I like that because like it's cause, happened to her. Because, like, in the first movie, she was way too serious. Yeah. But here, it's like she's not taking the, the, the shit seriously. And I think that works a lot better in her favor. Yeah. But yeah, how are you so yeah. yeah, looking looking forward to it. Uh, what, what were you gonna say? Yeah, again, I I think it looks good, and um, I like I, I I'm looking forward to the film. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but we're not done with turtles yet. Now that you've been caught up with the TMNT twenty twenty twelve cartoon, what do you think about the fourth season? <laughs> okay, four seasons so far. Um, it's a very different direction. I will admit. With them going out of space and such, I didn't. Really, I really liked season three. That's the thing that annoys me. I really liked season three, and it ended on a good cliffhanger with basically, um, you know, with um, Shredder actually killing Splinter. Yeah. And basically, because long story short, Turtles Foot team up trying to stop the Triceratops Empire to wipe out the the Earth because they want to get rid of the Krang because the Krang destroyed most of the Tyson race. Long story short, Earth gets destroyed. They go into space, but when they go into space, they meet this, meet, meet, meet the robot and takes them back in time for six months to try to find the Tyson and the Black Portal to stop this from happening. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot to take in. It's like, I don't, I, I don't feel like it's, like it's like it was a bad decision, but it feels like it's sort of like the, the show's starting to repeat like the ninth, the, the basically the the eighties slash nineties cartoon in that sense is that it's trying to um, appeal for the toys, you know? Yeah, because I can imagine like this season was built around the the toy line, we, and not the other way around. Yeah, and it seemed because this the thing was that here in the UK the season didn't air the final. It's like I know it's very close to the American time span of when the film's going to come out um, to to when the cartoon's going to come out. But they released the toy line here before the actual new series. Series, because I know in America they do it differently. They'll try to release the toys around the exact same time as the cartoon. And here in the UK, they just released the toy when they released the toys. And um, I saw turtles in spacesuits, and I thought, wait, are they going to space now? And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh wow, okay, they they actually gone into space, you know? It's just I don't I don't know how I feel about it to be quite honest, like because. Because season one, because because like season one, I'm like okay, it's it's the typical you know uh, origin story, so I can forgive the I can forgive the um the 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 smaller tone the the uh you know uh, slower tone and introduction of characters and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm like okay, fine, I'm fine with that. But then season two came along, and I'm like, okay, why are they still doing filler episodes? Why is like they? Why are they still looking for April's dad? I thought they dealt with this after the end of the last season. Well, I mean, it's, it's there's a lot of stuff that wasn't resolved, and I mean, I, I enjoyed a lot of it, and it's like they they had a load of problems trying to get it up. To, uh, they had a load of problems at the start. It wasn't an easy show to get into straight away, but. It got it got better, and then it really enjoyed it. It had a lot of good twists, turns, character developments, and, and um, 
and they brought in a lot of old fan favourites, old and also new fan favourites as well, you know? I, I think season three was the worst season out of all of them, to be quite honest, because it starts out with, like, filler episodes in the woods and all this other stuff, and it's like, oh, you know, here's a bunch of homages to horror movies. And be, and then when be, they be finally... fair, some of those filler episodes were quite good. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm not saying they were bad episodes. I'm yeah. just saying like some of them were just like really dumb filler episodes that didn't really advance the plot. And then when they get back to New York, the Kranger dealt with very fast. Yeah, we it's just like oh they're done. And then we get like a long plot that goes nowhere with fucking Karai and being turned into a snake and all this shit. I, and it I, just I, goes nowhere. I, yeah, that's the that's the feeling I got about the show. It's like basically it established up the plot. You look forward to it, but it never really resolved. And now because they've gone into space, it feels like they're not going to resolve those issues until the next following season if they get a ne- next season. Which I think they, oh they already they already renewed, renewed the show for a fifth season yeah so. but yeah again it depends how well the fourth season does because you never know because they can easily pull the rug right under you when they want to you know and it doesn't help it doesn't help that the schedule is complete and utter garbage because like Nickelodeon for some odd reason just does not air these show does not air these episodes consistent consistently yeah like they'll they'll air like maybe four or five episodes like a month or so and then just like sit on it for a couple of months and then maybe release it after after like five or eight months mm-hmm. which is just garbage yeah they, they, they do some weird weird stuff and thing and i don't mean i'm liking the show that's what i mean i really enjoyed the show i really liked the episode um when the turtle go back went went through time and they meet um, Splinter before he became Splinter and met um, Roku Shisaki, um before he became the Shredder, you know? I, I, I had hopes for that episode because I'm like, oh, so they're going to create an alternate timeline and the next season is going to take place in an alternate timeline. Okay, that's pretty cool, but nope. No, we get an alien invasion. <laughs> this is like the, was it like the third time now? It's been the season finale being around, involving around alien invasion. Yeah, and I'm like... You had the opportunity to create an alternate timeline, for God's sakes, and, and spend, like, an entire season in an alternate timeline, and, and the Turtles trying to go back in time to fix it. Yeah. And you could have had, like, an entire Turtles in Time season with them going to various different periods in time. That would have been interesting. Yeah, that but would no. have been interesting. No. No, no, we gotta, we gotta have another fucking alien race, and they're gonna come in, and they're gonna destroy the world, and then yeah. it's like, question, oh, you know. Question, how do you feel about, about the Triceratons? Because I'm very mixed on them. They're generic bad guys. Like, there's nothing very special about them. Yeah, I've, I, I've never been a huge fan of them. That's the thing. I've never really... Even the 2003 cartoon, um, when I first saw them there, and I'm like, uh, okay, there's space dinosaurs, and, you know, and it, it, I, there's something about them. It's like, like it's like... It's like, in the 2003 cartoon, when they turn up, I really stop watching the cartoon afterwards. A 2003 cartoon is, like, the hardest to get into because it's so fucking confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like I remember that when they turn up, that's sort of like a red red flag, and I feel like there's a lot in this cartoon, it's sort of try, it's repeating the 2003 cartoon now, in the sense that there's a lot of red flags are popping up, like you're having them turning up, and then the one from the original cartoon, the original Alien Conqueror, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Ah, uh, Dreg. Dreg. <laughs> Well, last guy I was expecting to turn up in this cartoon. 
by a million miles. No, he he just he just randomly shows up. He's like, oh no, we fucked up with Dreg, and he's like, oh you you mess with my serum and whatnot. And I'm like, really, really. I, this is what I mean because I remember I was just sitting there. I thought, okay, random alien and stuff. I wasn't paying attention when when they said his name first. I thought, okay, and then when I heard one of the turtles say, oh, it's Lord Dreg, and I thought, wait, 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 what? Wait, wait, that, that, that was Lord Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, such a way, another waste of Peter Stormare. Such a great actor. Why does he get cast in so much crap? <laughs> and also, the last episode I just watched, um, it was pretty much Turtles versus Street Sharks in space. It's just, and again, the problem with the show now is like they're they're introducing all these characters just to, to just to sell toys. It's yeah. like, oh, we got the shark character. Can you make an episode based around him? Okay. It's a shark. It's like, well, you do realize you you want us to set set the show in space. So how are we gonna? Yeah, just just to figure out. I thought, okay, fine. We got a shark character. We got a genie character. We We've got, got two newts. Yeah. Oh god, I fucking hated that episode so much. And also, then Raphael called the female. Um, dude, to do it, I do ever have to say the name. Mona Lisa. Yeah. Because, you know, there was an episode in the 80s cartoon that had a character called Mona Lisa. Uh, It was a mutant. Yeah. It's such such a shame, because it's like, why? (coughs) Why the fuck are we wasting our time with this crap? Like, I don't understand, like, okay, we gotta stop the Triceratons before they blow up the Earth. Okay, how are we gonna do that? I don't know. Go back in time. Six months, and then <laughs> I, 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 I did love the fact that Mikey pointed at the big plot. Went, oh, we be fair. We can go back again, and then the the, rope, the the doctor's like, no, you can't do that. It went, why? <laughs> plot convenience. <laughs> and but also, okay. You, how do you feel? How do you feel about David Tennant on the show? I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm really am fine with it. You know, I have no problem with it. <laughs> it was fun. I, when I heard him, I'm like, oh my god, is that who I think it is? <laughs> you know, I'm fine with it, because I like David Tennant. I, I just, I just, I really dislike the last episode, because his whole, his whole backstory just comes out of nowhere, and we're just like, oh, I, I have, I'm more than a machine, and whatnot, and I'm he, like, oh no, it's okay. It's just, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? He pretty much turns up, like, he, in the final episode of the last season, in season three, he literally does just turn up like a Time Lord, he's like, come with me, you want to live. And you're like, you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But I, yeah, I, I know. I mean, I, I, I'm still gonna watch the show because I still enjoy it. But I, I, I will admit it does have its problems. I think the problem is, is like they need to, they, they seriously need a, an, an actual narrative instead of oh we have we're setting up a plot, but we're not gonna get to it until like the final. The final uh, couple episodes. Yeah. The one thing that irked me about season three was the crane came back out of nowhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> that what uh, I mean. I didn't mind season three a lot. It's, it's like I, I did not add a lot of problems with season three, but that's the one thing that irked me so much. It was like, oh yeah, the Tritanosaur creature turned up. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind that. We always getting random mutants or space aliens turning up, and then he's like. Krang must be destroyed. I'm like, wait, 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 the Krangs are still around. And then, then we get a good Krang turning up, saying that he's a, oh, he's a Utron. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. No, I, I really hated, like, Karai in, in this, in, in the last season, because it's like, oh, no, 
uh, Croy's mutation, it's so bad it can't be cured. And then Stockman cures it off screen. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, I will admit, it did have some good character development for Shredder. Basically, it pretty much shows how much of a scumbag he is. Basically, he, he hates Splinter so much he would get a chance to backstab him, to kill him. Then, 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 basically, then saving the whole entire planet. I mean, okay, like that's Shredder interesting, gets, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shredder gets a lot of development in this, in this, um, in this, in this season, but like, yeah. he doesn't do much. He's always the problem with this show is like the Shredder is always like the back, in the back seat, yeah. you know? Oh, he always is. Like, I understand they don't want to use him like constantly, but like, don't don't shove him into the background and then say, oh, you know. Like what I would have liked, if, what 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 I would have liked them to do was just try to make the Shredder like, um, try to make him a mysterious figure that we don't get to see until like the end of like a season. Well, I mean, I remember talking to you about this. I said, I said, look, the first season should be about the whole origin. The second season should be dealing with the Krang, and the third season should be about dealing with Shredder. Yeah. Which the, the halfway through 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 the large majority of season three, you thought it was going to be pretty much Shredder and foot base, you know. And then some yeah. space aliens come out of nowhere. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a shame because Shredder in this in this series is just a great character. He's just a hateable villain, and he's like, you know, has he has that relation he has that relationship with Hamato Yoshi. He's a fucking scumbag, and he will do anything to to ruin his life and kill him. Yeah, but he's just not very, you know, he's not used to he's his full effect. He's not you used know, enough. yeah, that's the problem I find with him. It's like. He's used correctly, but he's not used enough, you know. And and like, what was it? Bebop and Rocksteady, though, there were also disappointments in, in in like the last season. I got so nice with them when I saw him turned up. I'm like, oh my god, Bebop Rocksteady, and then it's like, okay, because there's, there's another problem. They don't use them a lot either, so we don't really get to know them that well. I think someone pointed out, and and I, this is a, like a, a criticism I agree with, is that Shredder has like a lot of mutants on his side, and none of them are used correctly. Yeah, that's true. It's like back when back when Stockman, we hardly ever see him now, ever since he got turned into a fly. I mean, we saw him like working on Karai, and he's like, "Oh, I cured you from your mutation," and I'm like, "How? How did you do that?" <laughs> There's a bunch of weird stuff. He, he, she gets cured from a mutation. She can control a mutation. She gets brainwashed, and it's like, okay. It, it seems like one of the excuses. Every single time when they manage to get cried back, it's like, no, 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 something's going to take you her away now. It's a why? Because we need to. And also, I just the other thing that annoys me about this season. It's like, we have all these new, basically, we had all these character development for this season. Well, we're not going to see them until, until probably, the end, probably the end of this season again. Oh, yeah, they cock teased. They. Did you see what they did? You see what they did with season three? What did what may that be then? Uh, did they cock tease an entire uh, mighty mighty mutanimal spinoff? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that. Yeah, they, they did focus a lot on the mutanimals in this in that season, and also also they even had an awesome moment where the mutanimals team up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and take on Shredder. And Shredder pretty much handed them all their asses pretty much until Slash dropped their whole tie. Was it statue on top of him? Yeah, <laughs> and I like I didn't like that. It's like oh, you're you're building, you know, you're starting to use all the mutants and you're gonna put them all in a group and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I like that. Are we gonna see more of them? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> After that episode, we don't really see them until what was it like the season, the last three episodes? Yeah. 
And it's just like, why? When they all just you... team up to try to take down the Triceratops. And, and I remember, I remember like Nickelodeon talking about wanting to do a spinoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then I saw that, and I'm like, oh my god, we're getting, we're getting a Mighty Mutanimals uh, cartoon series. That's that's going to be awesome. But yeah. nope, we never got that. We did get a um, half a shell spinoff. Oh god. <laughs> I've watched that. And I read the description, and it's really, really bad when your synopsis about the show is that the the little cartoon episode was to promote a toy line. And it's like, hey, you know, it's going to be animated in Flash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you you and Flash. I keep forgetting about that. You and Flash. (laughs) I don't like Flash animation. I'm sorry. That's fine. But... (sighs) There's a lot with it that I don't like, and there's a lot that it's 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 a show I want. I'm I'm trying to like, but I never like after season three. I'm like I I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's it feels like to me that it wants to be its own thing, but it's getting bogged down from 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 toys, you know. And that's kind of the problem. It has the same problem like the Transformers series has, where it's like, oh, we got this new character. Introduce him in a show. I don't care if he, if they just show up in like a random group shot. They they still count. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like this show is trying to submit to the story. Because I'm not gonna lie, I've I've looked at the toy sales for Team Indian Turtles. They're through the roof <laughs> again. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's turtles sell. and and they and they're cheap. They're fucking cheap. Like they they're, they're like the cheapest toy line I can think of right now. And also, I'm again, I'm not a toy person, but I've been told that. They're good quality as well for the price. Well, I already have like a Rat King and Leatherhead action figures, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really like, I really like the Rat King design, so I'm like, I'm gonna buy that. I'm yeah. sorry. I remember when we when, when they did show the Rat King episode, we did talk about that. I went, oh, did you see the Rat King episode? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you watched it, it went, oh my god, I love the Rat King. <laughs> Again, Rat King, what the fuck happened to Rat King? Oh, he, he died. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Splinter like dropped him off of um. Didn't you see the that episode where he fights Splinter and then Splinter defeats him and then he falls off a ledge oh, to yeah. his death. Oh yeah. <laughs> but again, this is cartoon. You know he's probably going to be back when 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 they come up with a new design for him. <laughs> no, but everyone died and Earth is destroyed. No, we're going to go back six months later because. Fuck making anything interesting. <laughs> so how are they going to f- fix the time paradox of when basically they stop the Trinodon and need to, need to turn the turtles back to the home planet, back to Earth when they're going to be a bunch of other second turtles there? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, basically the turtles that basically went through all the stuff again in 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 the new timeline are basically just become psycho turtles and basically be evil versions of the turtles. Oh god, no, I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to crave that. No, they're just going to they're just going to say, "Oh, we stopped the Triceratons before they 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 activated a doomsday device, so everything's okay now." Yeah. Also, <sighs> was, also, was just male. Wasn't it weird that in this cartoon they did fan service with with this version of April in the yellow jumpsuit? <laughs> oh god. Like I, I get it, it's a big deal. She's in the old jumpsuit because of the original cartoon, but still, that, that that's weird. Oh, I I really hate April in this series. She's like the worst incarnation of the character I can think of. Uh, I don't mind her too much, but oh, speaking of little minor stuff, um, you know, um, when when they did the first episode, they went previous back. They do the cartoon drawings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you you know the bit when they show Shredder basically standing above um Splinter with his two claws out. 
I know yeah. it's very, very minor, but if you look at the two cores, they put a tiny bit of blood on both of the blades. <laughs> I do not know how they got away with that, but yeah, again, they probably the censoring didn't 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 see that, you know. Oh God, I really hate I really hate the kind of censoring that they do on the show as well, where they like where they show a character's reaction instead of showing the the blade going through their, you know. The closest we got to it is probably <laughs> Shredder stabbing Splinter through through the back. Yeah. <laughs> we actually saw the blades come. Basically, we see the and everyone's staring in shock, and then we see the blades underneath Splinter. We don't see it go into the body or out of the body, but it's pretty much indicated, yeah, he stabbed him right through yeah. the chest. <laughs> but then, mysteriously, he has no puncture wounds, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to scare the kids too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, you know, fucking putting leeches in someone's ear isn't scary, okay? <laughs> Again, what I mean, I, th- I thought season two, season two ending was really good. We, we're basically Leonardo getting the shit kicked out of him by shredding his whole foot clan. Yeah, and I like that. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. But then it's like, oh god, another alien invasion. Why? Mm. I just hope they don't focus too much on the Triceratons. Basically, they're done and dusted in this season, you know? Because I <sighs> think they just need to basically do this season, get out of the way, and just need to refocus back on being back on Earth, you know? <laughs> I swear I swear to God, if they start dimension hopping, I'm going to I'm gonna flip a table. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens in 2003 cartoon with Yojimbo turning up, if Yojimbo oh, turns up in the next season, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Because if I, I like, if, if I see that, I like you. I like I I like your Jimbo, but I, I, I just I just I just kind of wonder why the fuck doesn't he get his own series? Why? <laughs> you do realize if you your Jimbo turns up, he they're going to do the whole dimension hopping thing. Yeah, it's going to be bullshit. Yeah, well, I'm like, oh, it's your Jimbo. Oh wait, shit! I know what's going to happen now. <laughs> Giant fight uh, tournament. I, I, one of the things that makes me laugh about TMNT is like the only rule that that the creators don't want to have in in, in any of the incarnations is a female turtle. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I know. I'm legit next, serious. Mutation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you can do anything, but no female turtles. That's where we draw the line. Who, who, who hates it more? If it's Kevin Eastman or um, the other guy? I don't know, but one of them dislikes it so much. <laughs> I think it. I, I, I think it's not Eastman. I think it's the other guy, Phil. What's his? Oh god, I cannot remember his surname. But yeah. Oh god, next mutation. That was a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> there was only one like really good bad episode to watch, and that's the episode with, with, with the bounty hunter guy. <laughs> you know what I was talking about. <laughs> Oh god, where they get where they get stuck in a haunted house yes. and they have to fight a gorilla. And... Yeah, they've got a gorilla turned to win. Who who's the guy who played the bounty hunter? He's a voice actor, isn't it? Uh Scott McNeil. That's it, yes. <laughs> he was just chewing scene scenery. You knew he's like, Oh, I'm just doing this for a paycheck. <laughs> oh my god. They even did a Betty Hill sketch. <laughs> They need to bring back the fucking dragon guys. Don't say that. You, oh fuck! Imagine if the dragon people turned up in the next season. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, yes, we took out Shredder, and then suddenly dragon people. Ah, ah, ah. Oh crap! 
and, 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 and then just put salt in the wound. It's like, oh, look, there's a female turtle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anything, anything else? Oh, yeah, um, there's a time scepter here that look like two wine bottles. Well, keep that fucking thing away from here. <laughs> oh, yeah, Renette. I don't, how do you feel about her? Uh, don't mind. Don't mind, you know? I kind of feel she was another character thrown in there just to go, hey, comic book reference, because they were in the comic books. They remember them? Yeah, yeah, I, I <sighs> didn't mind it. Didn't mind it, you know? It's like, there's a, the, the, like I like the references in the show to the, the cartoon, the comics, and previous incarnations. I don't mind that, you know? It's fun. They have one of the best references on the show when they act, when they send one of the, the mutant worms to another dimension. Oh God! <laughs> Come on, you had the old '80s cartoon characters there, it was and they got all the voice actors back as well. That you got me. That was an amazing reference. And then Tiger Claw murdered them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! And with that, I, I think it's time to to, to wrap it up because uh, yeah. Definitely. I got nothing else to say. Yep, same. So, th- thanks for listening. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye.